Welcome to Wisdom from the Word of God, the Bible teaching ministry of Pastor Owen Butler, endeavoring to reconnect people with God. Today I just want to talk to you from the thought of the unknown God, the unknown God. Uh, this message today is the second in a series of messages on the events that took place on the Areopagus, also known as Mars Hill. It is in this passage now that not only is Paul's spirit vexed by what he is seeing, but now he is making an action and making a response to all that he's seen. And he's beginning to say some things to the people. Today I want you to realize that there are going to be times when you love the Lord that folk can get so far out of control that you got to say something. There are times when you just can't sit there and be quiet by folk do anything and everything. Sometimes something needs to be said. Amen. And here in this particular case is a time when something needed to be said. So Paul now addresses those at the Areopagus, amen. And I won't be for you long, amen, today. He addresses them about their idolatrous worship. He says to him, first of all, I do perceive that y'all are religious. Oh, y'all know something about worship. But the problem is you're worshiping the wrong thing. And I want you to know, saints of God, that the world we live in, as we are continuing to see the falling away of the church, I want you to also realize that folk haven't stopped worshiping just because they're not going to church. They just start worshiping something else. That's really what the problem is. Folk who should be here today, who are sitting at home, are worshiping other idols. It could be the idols of athletics or entertainment, amen. Some folks may even be uh, worshiping the idol of sex. May that might be why they're not here. Uh, there's all kinds of reasons why washing their cars or tending to their houses and lawn. Only thing has changed is their worship has been reset to something else. And so it's in the midst of this that Paul said, I got to say something. I see all these idols and all these things that are made with hand and silver and gold and they are worshiping those dead idols when they could be worshiping the living God. But he starts out by allowing, saying to them and setting them up saying, I do see you are religious. You know how to worship, but what we need to do is redirect whom you're worshiping. And Paul was such a master teacher, which we can take cues from to learn how to teach as well. Sometimes you can look around in your surroundings and find things that will fit perfectly into the subject at which you wish to teach. Paul looked around and he found an inscription, amen. He found an object of worship and it had an inscription to the unknown God. See, even those idolatrous uh, 
polytheistic worshipers there at the Areopagus, amen, realized that they just might be missing a God. So they created this object with the inscription that said, to an unknown God. And Paul, by being such a shrewd and, and wise individual, he looked and saw that and said, that's perfect. That is what I'm going to use to draw them to Jesus. That's where I'm going to go to begin to preach and teach about the wonderful things of Jesus Christ, the Lord. That's where I'm going to get into the Godhead, talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. I'm going to take it from that place right there, the unknown God. And you know what, saints of God, that's where we take it from too. Because little do we know, but even in a world that seems like Jesus has been proliferated all over the place, there are folks out here that still don't know Jesus. They may have heard the name, but they don't know him. Amen. Because you got to be saved in order to know him. You can't just be outside and know about him. Amen. If you want to know him. So we're still in a unique position. Amen. To be witnesses unto this dying world. That there are folk out here that the inscription works just fine for them as the unknown God. Because they don't see Jesus as God. I, I have been uh, in movie theaters before. And you know sometimes in some of these movies they, they get a little slick. And they get to a certain point and all of a sudden Jesus name shows up. It seems almost uh, 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 Forced. But then I notice sometimes when somebody says something sacrilegious or, or says something in, in, a, in a, a, um, a sarcastic way about Jesus, I will hear folks in the, in the, in the movie uh, area start to laugh. And I sit there and I say, you know, you really don't know what you're laughing about. And the reason why they're laughing is because Jesus is an unknown God to them. If he was known to them, they wouldn't think it was funny. Because I didn't think it was funny because I know him. Amen. So we got our work cut out, y'all. Amen. Young folks all over the place, and they don't know our Jesus. That's the problem. They are worshiping gods, but they're not worshiping the unknown God. Amen. And his name is Jesus. So then Paul goes into teach mode and he begins to let them know that the world that you live in and everything in it was created by this unknown God. See, the world needs to know that, that this world just didn't show up after a big bang. Amen. It didn't just out of nowhere with no causality behind it, just a matter from somewhere blowed up in the chaos and created order. No, they didn't know that this whole universe was created by an intelligent creator named God, who whatever happened to create this universe, it was done by him. Paul goes into that and says that everything that was made was made by him. Amen. And we need to let the world know, and sometimes we have to refute these crazy uh, uh, philosophies and, and theories about how the world was created. We need to say, no, the world was created by God. Amen? Amen. And so when we look at our text, amen, we find, amen, that after he began to explain these things to those people, amen, some of them began to mock him. I want you to know, and as I've said on 
other occasions, expect that. Expect folk when you start talking about Jesus to mock you because they don't know our God. He's an unknown God and so they're going to think it's strange because they don't understand who he is. But you keep on teaching and you keep on telling because there are some folks that are going to mock God one night and wake up the next day and be saved. Amen. There was a story given by uh, um, a, a great pastor down in, out of Texas that talked about a young lady, amen, who was at a party. And, and there were some young men at that party who knew Jesus Christ. And they began to, as they were talking, they were telling her about Jesus, and she laughed at them. And she said, well, how do I get to know this Jesus? She was being sarcastic. And then they said, well, if, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the grave, then you shall be saved. And they asked her to pray with him. And she said, sure, I'll go along with that. Amen. And she prayed with him. But she was laughing under her breath the whole time. But that night when she went to bed and that next morning when she woke up, she knew something had changed. She knew that she was not the same person that she was the night before. So God is even able to save out of those who start off sarcastically. God can still show his power and make a difference in his lives because it's not up to us to change anybody anyway. It's up to God. And so God showed his power through sarcasm. Amen. He still saved that soul. So don't, don't, don't feel bad and don't feel discouraged when folks mock you when you're talking about Jesus Christ. Because even through that, God is still saving. It looks like the world has, is going away and there's no hope. But God is still saving in the midst of the chaos we live in today. Paul was not afraid to stand and tell about the good news of Jesus, even amongst all these uh, Greek philosophers. He knew that they would be those who would do a lot of listening and a lot of talking, but no doing. But yet he went ahead anyway, because he knew the power of his master. And we need to know that power as well. He continued to wrestle and reason with them about the man, Jesus Christ. He continued to let them know that everything was for this Jesus. And even they were created themselves for the master. Some of them mocked him, amen. But if you look at the text, there were some who believed. See, we're not here to save everybody. But we are here to tell the good news that somebody might be saved. If you don't have a throng of four or five hundred people in your life following Christ because of what you said, if just one's life is changed because of what you have said about the master, then you have done a great thing. The Bible lets us know that the angels in heaven rejoice when one soul comes to the Lord. So you keep on working your work, even in this land of multiple idols. We live in a land with all kind of uh, 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 idolatrous worship, but that doesn't mean that our work is in vain. You keep on telling the good news of the gospel. You keep on trusting the Lord to do what he said he would do. Because it is the Lord who said, on this rock I will build my church. 
and the gates of hell should not prevail against it. Nowhere in that statement did he say, well, if the world is not too paganistic, if the world is not too polytheistic. No, he said that statement without qualification. So you must believe without a shadow of a doubt that God is still saving. I just wanted to talk to y'all a few minutes about this and close up this particular lesson to encourage us to keep on doing the master's work. To keep on telling the good news, even though sometimes it looks like it's in vain. Know that anytime the word of God goes forth, amen, it will do what the Lord has commanded for it to do. The Lord says in the word of God, he says, my word will not come back vain. It will not come back void. Amen. In, in Isaiah chapter 55. So know anytime that you proclaim the word of God, it has an effect. It may not have the effect that we would like it to have, but it has an effect nonetheless. For some, it is going to draw, and to others, it's going to repel. But that's all right, because God never gave us the responsibility of, of drawing or repelling. He just told us to tell it. Amen? So, saints of God, I just want to encourage you once again to keep on preaching and keep on teaching about the unknown God. The unknown God in our civilization today, when folk think they're so smart, they don't need God. As this text was said, and Paul said, that, they, that God needs them some kind of way because they're so smart. But we're here to let them know that no, you need God. Amen. Because without him, you can do nothing. And so, saints of God, this unknown God, we got to keep telling them that this unknown God whose name is Jesus Christ. This unknown God was sent by his father from heaven. And he was born in a manger. And he was wrapped in swaddling clothes. That he lived on this earth for 33 long years. And he died one Friday evening for the sins of the world, past, present, and future. He stayed in that grave all night Friday. He stayed in that grave all day Saturday. And he stayed in that grave all night Saturday night. But it was only Sunday morning that he Because the world needs this very Jesus as the choir comes right now. Amen. I want to open the doors of the church. Because there may just be somebody here today. Been in the church, amen, but never let the church inside of thee. Right now, confess your sins. Believe in your heart that God has raised Jesus from the grave and you shall be saved. It won't cost you nothing because Jesus has already paid it all. But you have to make the pronouncement. It's by your profession of faith. Amen. Praise the Lord.
Hello, Wisdom from the Word of God listening family. I want to once again thank you for listening to this podcast. And if you would be so kind, on whatever platform you listen to Wisdom from the Word of God, I ask that you give it a review. And when you give it a review, also give some specifics as it relates to why you enjoy this podcast. Whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whether it's Stitcher Radio or iHeartRadio, whether it's Spotify or Anchor FM, whether it's Player FM, whether it's CastBox or Breaker, or any of the many platforms where you can hear this podcast. It would help us so much so that more can discover this podcast through seeing your comments and reviews and ratings. And hopefully this will give us more visibility and more distribution to reach more with the message of Jesus Christ. And once again, I am so thankful that you have taken out the time to listen to this podcast. And for your continued support, I will be forever grateful. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer.